Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. One of the highly anticipated events in the cryptocurrency space this year is called the merge, where Ethereum will undergo a change of consensus mechanism from energy intensive proof of work to a more environment friendly proof of stake model. Yes, a lot of people have been talking about how energy intensive it is, how detrimental it is to the environment. Recently, Ethereum Foundation member Tim Baker suggested September 19th as the provisional launch date for the merge, which will see the world's biggest smart contract blockchain make that transition. And we speak now to Daniel Dizon, CEO of Swell Network, to talk about the Ethereum merge and its potential impact on the crypto ecosystem. Hello, Daniel. Now, uh, Daniel, can you break this down for us? Uh, what does this exactly mean? What is the merge? What is the technology behind it? And how does it save the environment? Definitely. Firstly, thank you so much, guys. It's great to, to be here. Um, definitely. As, as regards the merge, it is perhaps one of the most important and most topical uh, events within the crypto at Web3 space more broadly. Um, it does represent the essential uh, merging of what we know as the Ethereum mainnet, which is currently running a proof-of-work consensus mechanism combined with the beacon chain, which is currently running the proof-of-stake uh, consensus mechanism. And September 19th at the moment is the, uh, the communicated date, um, and this will represent the convergence of those into the singular uh, proof-of-stake consensus mechanism. Uh, in terms of the specifics around the uh, improvement in energy efficiency, we're expecting to see uh, upwards of a 95% plus uh, in energy efficiency uh, once uh, the merge uh, is in. A lot of this has to do with the fact that there will no longer be uh, energy-intensive mining equipment that's uh, native to proof-of-work uh, within uh, a post-merge uh, Ethereum. The consensus mechanism in and of itself uh, will result in a new staking economy, uh, given the fact that the consensus mechanism will materially change away from these energy-intensive uh, uh, mining equipment into a new form of uh, consensus, which is going to be driven by uh, staking one's uh, ether uh, onto the beacon chain, which is essentially how it will uh, deliver uh, consensus and maintain the ongoing integrity of the uh, Ethereum blockchain. So it's definitely an exciting time. Talk to us about the staking economy. Explain this to the average investor. What exactly is it and how can they make sense of it? Because we're talking here about a $40 billion staking industry by 2025, according to J.P. Morgan Chase. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So as regards the staking economy, essentially what it is based on is the underlying uh, incentive mechanisms for uh, maintaining consensus within uh, the Ethereum blockchain. So essentially the process is that users will stake their Ether uh, onto the blockchain and in, res in, in return for staking their Ether, it's almost like they're depositing uh, that native cryptocurrency and in return they'll be receiving rewards. Now, at the moment, the rewards are circa 4.2%, but that's a dynamic rate. And as a result, we have a proliferation of various uh, businesses uh, resulting in an industry uh, in and of itself within crypto, mm. uh, that is uh, the staking economy. And so we have actors such as uh, Swell Network, uh, which I represent um, as a protocol uh, that provides uh, a nice and easy way for uh, users to stake their ether without having to manage all the hassle of uh, managing uh, one's uh, technical infrastructure and all these sorts of things. 
And to your point, the $40 billion, uh, uh, estimate out of uh, J.P. Morgan, I think, is a, a, a roughly conservative estimate. Um, I think we're starting to see that materialize now with a better appreciation of the underlying technological um, uh, innovation within Ethereum and its growing confidence around the merge um, and overall its path to becoming really the, the, the mainstay of um, enabling the, this new Web3 uh, ecosystem, which is powered by smart contracts and these sorts of things. So, Daniel, bottom line, what does this mean for people like us, investors around the world? Will we see a jump in ETH price? Yes, I, I, I mean, it, it, it is obviously difficult to, to sort of predict um, around the price action of Ethereum, but uh, broadly, the, the the view of many um, experts in, in, in the industry is that a lot of the uh, technological innovation, including the merge, is not fully priced in or appreciated by the market. And we are starting to see a bit of a price recovery uh, within uh, ETH in, in the short term. But I guess for, for people that are uh, long on ETH and believe uh, in the underlying infrastructure and the technological uh, um, solution that it brings to industry, um, staking uh, in and of itself will, uh, will, will likely result in uh, upward pressure on pricing um, beyond the change in consensus mechanism. There's a whole range of different sort of uh, uh, sort of changes that have happened in Ethereum, both uh, that have happened and, and also are, 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 are sort of uh, planned in the future, which result in uh, these interesting dynamics uh, on the structural supply and demand um, of Ethereum to the point where many believe that Ether itself will become a deflationary asset. And as a result, because it's a deflationary asset and there will be more demand for Ether because of this, it, it's, it's sort of a, um, a connectivity to fixed income uh, type instruments, bond instruments. It's been termed the internet bonds and these sorts of things and growing interest from TradFi that is looking to uh, essentially search for yield that we would expect to see uh, um, underlying price appreciation of ETH uh, as denominated in fiat terms. The thing is, we've seen a lot of volatility in terms of the crypto market in general. For instance, what we saw happen with Bitcoin recently. How should we be processing all of this at a time when there's so much debate about whether DeFi will win in the end, given the issues that we've seen? and centralized finance and crypto in general? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the, it, the, the the notion of volatility is something that's um, sort of embedded in within crypto, particularly at this stage. It is relatively still a, a new uh, technology in and of itself. But I think if one was to zoom out and look at uh, a, a, a longer time frame, one would see that this has been one of the strongest performing asset classes, um, uh, bar none. Uh, so it's really about sort of the, uh, the the time horizon of people that are wanting to take a position um, in in things like Bitcoin and things like uh, Ethereum, um, and I think more broadly, what we have seen as regards to volatility is this continual shakeout, um, this continual cleansing of the market as regards um, highly uh, uh, leveraged or perhaps opaque um, methods um, that are not uh, consistent with the principles of DeFi. When we look at uh, under the hood uh, and, and really uh, analyze uh, what happened uh, more recently with a lot of these uh, you know, spectacular blow-ups, uh, much of it was really, really uh, uh, the uh, actors which were uh, perhaps against the principles of DeFi. Um, a lot of the major DeFi protocols um, continued to work quite quite well, and you know the, they continued to function perfectly. And, and that, that is essentially the, the the point of DeFi is uh, really about transparency. Um, a smart contract um, and and, um, and and everything to be uh, you know fully on chain and it just it, it's exercisable 
uh, via code. So mm-hmm. um, I think I think overall, um, depending on one time horizon, I, I would expect to see um, you know continual growth and, and interest in the ecosystem because we're still very very small as a percentage of the overall uh, economy. We have to make a distinction between Ethereum and Ether, Daniel, because Ether is the cryptocurrency and Ethereum is the platform. And we were talking earlier about how with the merge, everything is expected to become more environmentally sustainable. How much more environmentally sustainable will it be, really? Yeah, I mean, the the estimates are are greater than 95%, um, upwards of a 99.95% reduction overall. So um, that is really important uh, from a sustainability and uh, environmental friendliness perspective, particularly around ESG and these sorts of things, which are uh, becoming increasingly important in investor decision making, um, as distinct from uh, you know, proof of work, uh, which is primarily um, um, denominated within uh, the Bitcoin uh, mm-hmm. consensus mechanism. I think that uh, Ethereum is just continuing to uh, uh, advance in terms of its attractiveness uh, to investors, not only from a fundamentals point of view as regards to the supply and demand and these sorts of things, but also um, towards these um, you know, environmental um, uh, concerns as well. Okay, one last thing, Daniel. Cryptocurrencies have been thriving in their position as a an alternative to traditional financial system. But with the volatility of cryptocurrencies and the crypto crackdown that is expected, well, what's your take on this? Yeah, definitely. I think it's. Um, I think uh, uh, to my earlier point, I think volatility is something that is going to be uh, embedded within the price structure, particularly in the short uh, in the short term. But I think in the medium term. As we start to see um, uh, a maturation of, of the market, that that volatility will, will, will uh, tend to normalise. Um, as regards the, uh, the the crackdowns and, and, and things uh, like this, I think the the um, the current um, state of uh, regulatory clarity um, is still uh, in, in, in a process as well of maturation. And I think, uh, if anything, sort of some of the uh, the, the events that, uh, that we've seen, particularly around areas such as um, algorithmic stable coins and and and, and uh, the amount of uh, 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 capital loss that we saw there will um, help expedite regulatory clarity, which, which I think will um, ultimately benefit the system and then create more confidence and more frameworks for for policymakers um, and capital to to flow into the system and ultimately result in a more healthy and disciplined uh, uh, crypto economy. What would you classify as over regulation? Because while a lot of proponents of crypto have said that you know we ultimately started off as completely autonomous. A little bit of regulation is needed in order to increase trust around the world, but too much. What would be too much? Too much certainly wouldn't work. I think the the the, the, the key outcome that would uh, benefit uh, uh, the crypto economy is really around regulatory clarity and trying to strike the balance between you know, preserving the uh, the innovation um, and the creativity within the ecosystem, coupled with the need to protect. Um, you know, the, the the interests um, of, of of the actors in the ecosystem as well, um, and I think that that will be enabled through uh, ongoing dialogue between uh, industry and, and and regulators and policymakers, and, uh, and 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 sort of an increased interest in uh, in in the mechanics of, of crypto and to understand the nuance and not apply a a, a broad brush uh, stroke to, to paint everything as being you know uh, bad because a couple of um, adverse events happened. Um, this is uh, very common within. Um, any sort of technological revolution that there is this path towards uh, regulatory clarity. And I think mm-hmm. the sort of work that, that yourselves do um, in, in the media and, and promoting uh, greater uh, education and, 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 uh, and, and, and uh, information uh, will only 
uh, help that, that process. Thank you very much for that, Daniel. Daniel Dizon, CEO of The Swell Network. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.